Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Well, we talked about the shooting in Tulsa last night and how the mayor came out and said that his police officers did not hesitate. They saved lives. It seemed to be a, a direct message to the law enforcement agency in Texas that responded to that elementary school shooting. The news today, a Texas state senator says the commander at that scene at the school was not informed of panicked 911 calls from inside the school building, that there was some sort of communication breakdown. But you got to wonder, don't you have to assume when you're on site at one of these unfolding active shooter situations that there's a possibility there are kids in there that have been wounded and need aid? You've got to you've got to assume there would be 911 calls coming from the classroom where, you know, there is a shooter inside. I don't know if that helps the situation, but we asked the question. I, I was curious when I heard that mayor of Tulsa say those things that his cops did not hesitate. I'm wondering what other law enforcement people feel when they hear things that like that there were 19 officers there in that hallway of the school and that that guy was in there for 77 minutes without being engaged. One of those viewpoints belongs to Brad Garrett, who is a crime and terrorism analyst for ABC News, spent some time as an FBI agent himself. And Brad, um, when we when we think about, you know, we're 11, uh, is it eight, nine days now after the shooting in uh, Uvalde, Texas, there are still plenty of questions about exactly who gave the orders, who followed them, what the orders were, why they were followed when they shouldn't have been, et cetera. And we don't have the law enforcement training to make those, you know, uh, educated opinions about this. When you saw this, when you have seen the follow up in the days since the shooting, how do you react to it? With outrage, because. Uh, the benefit of the 911 calls obviously would be helpful because it might give you perspective, number shot, location of the shooter, so forth and so on. But that wouldn't be the driving force whether you needed to go through the door right away. The driving force is you have kids shot, and the longer you wait, the more of them are going to die, even if he doesn't shoot anybody else, for the sheer you know, the non-treatment of their injuries. They're getting shot with an AR-15. It's a high-velocity round that does unbelievable damage to the body. And so within two to three, I would say four, maybe five minutes, they should have done, at the very least, they should have made an entry into that room. Now, did they have ballistic shields, ballistic helmets, long guns? I don't know. You're talking about a, a rural part of Texas Probably equipment, manpower, and technology are not what they are, obviously, in L.A., Washington, and other big cities. But be that what it may, you have to go into that room. You have to develop a plan. You have to figure out how you're going to breach the door. I mean, when Customs Border Protection showed up with a TAC team, they just got to key and open the door. You know, I don't know that you need a Ph.D. to figure that out uh, and why they didn't do that. Um and make a plan and do your best and go in. You might get shot, but the whole idea is that's your job. 
I mean, I got into a number of situations where I could have gotten shot. I didn't, uh, thank God. But that's just part of it. Yeah, I mean, it, does it blow your mind to learn about the number of officers? This wasn't two or three officers in that hallway uh, that are waiting for whatever the backup would be or, or waiting for the mayor to get on the phone with this guy. That was a bizarre turn that this story took as well. But does it blow your mind that there were as many as 19 officers in that hallway that did not say, you know what, screw this order that we're treating this as a barricaded suspect. We're going in. Well, yes, it really does because the you know the uh, in that group obviously you're going to have people perhaps of all levels of experience, and every one of them in some form or fashion was taught when they were trained that you always go toward the shooter because that's what keeps people potentially alive. And as you mentioned, it we saw it in Tulsa, we saw it in Buffalo the previous week. You know, we can go down a number of shootings where the cops go to the shooter because that after Columbine, when we made the huge mistake or they did of waiting outside, a lot of kids died because they didn't get any treatment. And so that's when it drastically changed. And so they're not going to be able, from my vantage point, to come up with any excuse as to why they didn't breach that door and go in. Because nothing else is satisfactory other than doing that. We had heard from other teachers. We uh, earlier in our show played an interview with a teacher who was down the hallway who said that there were officers who were evacuating children um, at the time that there was still shooting that was going on. So we do know that some of the officers that were there were doing the active things that would be required, but that there were some somewhere in the school. And, and, you know, we've said it multiple times. We don't know the final story. We don't know the whole situation. Does it matter at all, in your opinion, that as far as we know right now, State Department of Public Safety in Texas is in charge of the investigation and not the FBI is what I understand. Is there a difference between how those two agencies would handle the investigation? Probably not as far as being thorough, as far as interviewing every officer that was inside uh, the school or have touched this incident in any way. Uh, to include the background on the shooter and what he said or didn't say in social media prior to shooting his grandmother uh, when he bought the weapons. I mean, just a really thorough investigation. That's what the FBI would be doing, and that's what the Texas Department of Public Safety. And my guess is they may be doing some of it jointly because the Bureau is also doing sort of, for lack of better terms, an after-action report. Will you go through and, you know, what happened, what didn't happen, you know, many of the things that the three of us are talking about uh, to get to the bottom of why was, I think now it's going to actually be over an hour because they waited on Customs and Border Protection's TAC team to get there. Um, and you just don't have that luxury when you have people dying. Yeah. Well, Brad, uh, I... It's time for Tech Talk. The machines are getting smarter. This is Tech Talk, brought to you by Skynet. Do you know that pickled eggs last four months in the refrigerator? Oh, boy. I mean, you pickle yourself, and you're going the distance. I suppose that's one way to do it. Speaking of pickling himself, what? I don't know. (laughs) That's a segue of all segues. (laughs) Mark Saltzman joins us, uh, our tech guru. Let's have a good brine. Uh, (laughs) Dad joke. Good, clean brine. 
Um, and Mark joins us. He writes for all bunch of different publications like Costco Connection and uh, USAA and AARP and all of these different places. Did I just make one up? USAA? Yeah, that's new. Okay, yeah, you don't write for them. <laughs> USA Today. AA, yeah, that's what it is. USA all right. Today. All good. All I just good. have a small stutter. And AARP. I conflated yeah, the two. Yeah, thank you. Um, but a bunch okay. of different articles that you write about, some cool tech stuff. Not not only how to sort of keep and maintain your tech at that's highest level, but some new gadgets that are out there. I have seen these. I, I love the, you know, boost your summer fun by letting somebody else do the work, basically. But mm. I have seen these robotic window cleaners. Okay, so this is something I'm really interested in because our windows are a mess. And, like, I understand that people hire people to come in and clean their windows, especially if you can't get to them on the outside. Sure. Yep. Uh, and I just feel like that is so unnecessary. There's got to be another way. This there looks is. like the other way. Right. Well, most robots that your listeners are familiar with are the ones that clean in your home, like a Roomba or you know something like that, or the, the floor scrubbing robots and the floor vacuuming ones. But there are robots for the outside as well. So yeah, I wrote in this piece uh, a few ideas. One was the Ecovax Robotics uh, WinBot. So it's for Windows. Yeah, you, you place this thing on there. It's not cordless, so it looks a little funny. It's got like a long tail. I'm sure the next iteration will be. But the idea is that it suctions onto the glass and it does its thing outside or inside if you want, by the way. But the idea is that it's for hard to reach Windows outside your home. You press a button and it does its thing. And it's got like a three-stage sort of process. It soaks the glass and then it wipes it kind of with this squeegee thing and then dries it all on this one Roomba looking like thing. Then there's uh, robotic um, weed whackers, oh. but for your but for your garden. I so love this. Is this a, yeah, this is the, the, the turtle uh, weeding robot. It's about 250 bucks. And the idea is that you place it down and it's intelligent enough using artificial intelligence to determine the difference between like a plant that you want, uh, you know, like a vegetable or something like that and weeds. And it, it, it whacks it. Uh, with a little string, you know, kind of like a weed whacker. It uh, whips it around underneath and it navigates the grounds for you. So that's kind of cool. And then we've talked in the past the about the the uh, robotic um, uh, gardening. What do you call them? The lawn 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 mowers. Yeah. Thank you. Oh boy, long day. <laughs> I got to tell you, it's only one o'clock, one thirty for you, but it's four for me. And it's like, you are uh, pickled, I, aren't you? You're I'm pickled low, already. You're that's in the it. low blood sugar time of day. Say, oh my god. It's, anyways, yeah. So yeah, the Husqvarna <laughs> line of uh, lawn cutting robots are also kind of cool, right? So you can enjoy your summer, right? Let let it do its thing. I I feel like my mom used to weed as like a therapy or just maybe getting away from the children. Like she used to weed for yeah. like hours. It's like it's not unlike those uh, pool uh, cleaning robots that those little uh, what do you call those things that uh, go along the bottom of your pool. Some people like doing it manually because it's therapeutic. It's cathartic. You know, you just kind of it sit is there and getting vacuum. the leaves out right. of a pool does do something for you. It's yeah. peaceful. There you go. So it's up to you. But if you feel like there are better things to do with your time. There's robots for the outside, not just the inside. Um, you also mentioned one of the things that uh, I think is a huge uh, positive for a backyard is a well-tuned cordless wireless speaker. I mean, yeah, yeah, some yeah. of them are – they used to be super tinny, and they had the ones that would float in your pool, and they sounded awful – now they make some that are just incredibly sounding. Yeah, you could still pick up ones for $25 that will do the trick. If you're going to be super rough with it or you're going to gift it to a kid, fine. But if you do want better sound, there are lots of these portable Bluetooth speakers that uh, that you can bring to the backyard. And they have like super long battery life. They can even 
power up your phone, kind of like a power bank. Um, so there's a few different ones. JBL's got some. Sony's got some really good ones. Uh, they are closer to, you know, 150 bucks though, but the, the quality is quite good. And they are splash-proof, waterproof, in case it rains, any of that stuff. And some will float, but yeah, you want the if you want better sound, these are good. Just keep in mind that they're not going to have your favorite personal assistant in there. These are Bluetooth, not uh, Wi-Fi, right? So um, just to keep that in mind. But you can use your phone to wirelessly push content to your device. There's e-readers that you can read outside. There's lots of great stuff, even high-tech grills that you can uh, keep an eye on your food because, as they say, if you're looking, it ain't cooking. You want to keep that <laughs> lid down. So uh, these wood pellet grills. So it's uh, some backyard fun time. Yeah. Uh, allow me some uh, Southern California bias here. My assumption is that Toronto never really gets very warm in the summer. Am I it's wrong? Like, no, yeah, you're wrong. It's like 90 today. Wow. Yeah, 88, 90, something like that. Nice. I'm trying to do the, like... No, that's <laughs> conversion between Fahrenheit and Celsius. It'd be yeah, funny it's if hot. You said, oh, it's it's hot. 190 today. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not that bad with math. But yeah, no, Tor Toronto has four very distinct seasons, uh, and then Vancouver doesn't get a lot of snow. That's on the other side of the country. It's closer to you guys on the left coast. But Toronto, where I am, which is north of New York, it's four distinct seasons, and it kind of makes you appreciate, you know, the the warmer weather. It's like Nanook of the North. <laughs> I think that's even farther north. It is. Yes, it, it is. is. Much farther. All right. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good afternoon. <laughs> Mark Saltzman. Make sure you follow Mark on Twitter. He's got some great tech tips. He's got uh, great other articles that he writes. M-A-R-C. Mark with a C underscore Saltzman. Well, uh, Jacob has been just waiting with bated breath about the strange science segments Ooh. today because we are going to talk about... Astrology. Strange. His favorite thing. Strange science. It's like weird science, but strange. Does your girlfriend ever get upset that you're obsessed with astrology and signs? I mean, you're crazy because you're a Gemini, so like I can see where you would be super curious about it. I'm not going to feed into but this. But apparently uh, Mercury retrograde is over, everybody. No! We survived! Oh, is no, that it's, a It's good. It's good. Because they say that when we're in retrograde, there's technological haywire, misunderstandings, confusing communications, and it's all going to come to an end now that it is ending tomorrow. Tomorrow, mm. the planet of communication will officially station direct in Taurus, Jacob. No more miscommunications. <laughs> I'm leaving. I didn't realize. And today's National Leave Work Early Day, so oh, I'm leaving now. Oh, okay. All right. It makes sense. Okay, so here's this story. Old boozers recover faster from surgery than people who don't drink or only drink a little. Well, if you're pushing your system to the brink all the time, yes. your system's going to be ready to be pushed to the brink. It's an interesting scientific theory. University of Hospital uh, University Hospital in Bonn, Germany looked at uh, several hundred aging patients and they said being over the age of 60 and a bit of a tippler could boost your health by cutting stress as well as leading to a better social life. Your body's like, you, you call this something? You should have been at Mardi Gras in 1986 when I had 16 hurricanes. I woke up with many I'll, bruises and pricks. I'll show you surgery. And found those, uh, they said the study shows that those who drink either medium 
or drink medium to potentially hazardous amounts of alcohol felt better during their hospital treatment. They reported less disability and pain and better overall health before and after operations compared to those who have little or no alcohol on a regular basis. Fascinating. Well, there is a 20-year-old woman who was born with a small and misshapen right ear. There's not even a hole there. No, it's just like this skin flap. Uh, she has received a 3D printed ear implant made from her own cells. The independent experts say that this transplant, part of the first clinical trial of a successful medical application of this tech, was a stunning advance in the field of tissue engineering. I was listening to this podcast about this bad doctor that was making tracheas out of a 3D print, like 3D printing tracheas and putting them in patients without getting approval from anybody Despite all the ethical concerns and how it just it killed people and it gave people more problems than they began with. Well, it, it just it freaks me out now that I hear more when I hear more about 3D printed implants. And they weren't they weren't using the tracheas they were building were made out of plastic. Yeah. right? They were using plastic and lightweight metals a lot of times for prosthetics. But in this case, they said that they made the ear implant from a tiny glob scientific term of cells harvested from her misshapen ear. They believe it's the first known example of a 3D printed implant made of living tissues. Wow. Um, she was born, this woman with m m uh, microtia? Microtia. A birth defect that causes... Oranodia. That's a, a related condition. <laughs> it causes the oracle, the external part of your ear, to be small and malformed. And in this case... Um, it can affect hearing, and obviously if she doesn't even have an ear canal, and even in the new ear that they put on her head, there's no uh, there's no hole in there. But, that I mean, there's still internal organs and internal parts of the ear which could do it. Another option for microtia reconstruction requires inpatient surgery to harvest cartilage from the patient's ribs, like like Adam and Eve. And then, and then shape it. From Genesis in the beginning. Of the... In the beginning of the... In the beginning. Of the book of... Comma. Genesis. Genesis. I already said that part. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. Sometimes when you speak God, I just... All, all I hear is blah, 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 and static, <laughs> static, static. So I must have missed it. When you speak God. <laughs> when we come back, more. We have space lasers. We have seagrass meadows. Look at how pissed Jacob is. He's just sitting there oh, pissed off. He is on strike. Look at him. Me uh, retrograde's not over for him yet, clearly. Oof. All right, some of our uh, strange science stories as we continue. Scientists have discovered what they say is the world's largest plant. And it is a giant seagrass meadow that has grown by repeatedly cloning itself. Oh, God, is it going to take over all of us? Is it what's next after monkeypox? Did you see the headline yesterday that uh, the UK says if you have monkeypox, don't have sex? Like you're going to be like you're going to get monkeypox and get all randy, like with your freaking <laughs> big sores on your on your limbs and you're gonna be like, "Hey." Well, No. You got pussy bumps. You got all pussy over bumps. It's not time for sexy time. The genetic analysis has revealed that the underwater fields of waving green seagrass are a single organism. Like they took a little snip from this part and then went way over here and took a little snip from this part and they find out it's genetically identical.
This thing has been making copies of itself for over 4,500 years. Scientists confirm the meadow is a single organism. A uh, variety of plants and some animals can even reproduce asexually without the monkeypox. There are disadvantages to being clones, they said, because if one small organism, uh, you know, a disease, for example, gets into this thing, it's going to ruin the entire underwater field of waving seagrass. Do you remember those uh, those presentations when you're in middle school about STDs and they'd show you those nasty pictures of like untreated gonorrhea? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the, the thought process was, we'll show you the nastiest S so that you don't engage in risky behavior. Like when cigarette packaging shows graphic pictures of smokers' deceased organs with or without chili, uh, attempts to quit smoking oh. double. There is a professor of psychology at Yale says a vivid image is much more powerful than just abstract numbers. That disgust is a powerful emotion rooted as an evolutionary adaptation that helps us expel and avoid harmful substances. We should start putting pictures up around here of bad things. Stay dry, everybody. Blessings. One thing for sure, the American people lost because that was horrific. Gary and Shannon. Use some high-minded language. I'm just going to say it like it is. That was a show. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.